Welcome back to another episode of the Honest to God Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Darian Calloway, here with my co-host, Margaret Mina, a.k.a. Grandmama. Um, this will be our fourth episode we're doing today, and um, we're going to get into some more like recent recent topics, um, talking about this post we've seen on, on Facebook um, here recently. I had sent it to her. And wanted to talk about it on the podcast later. We really didn't get into anything, so y'all be hearing kind of our first takes on it. Um, just a little background information from it. It's it's a church. Um, it's a pastor. It seems like it's a long line of um, family members that run run this church. And um, he got up and said he was stepping out from his position. Because he had committed adultery against um, his wife. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, he wanted to bring it before the church and, you know, ask for their forgiveness and say and said it was like a one time thing. But he wanted to do he wanted to take the biblical process of um, asking for forgiveness and putting it out there that he had sinned. Um, You know, he he didn't really get into much detail or or anything like that but um you know after he got through um a woman comes up and and speaks on um the adultery that he said he had committed so i'll we'll play a little um little clip real quick and let y'all hear what um the woman gets up and says Truth is not true. A part she was so 
counseling, your dad would be in prison. It might not be the way, but every time you covered up for Russ Spangle, my best friend was my age when your associate pastor was molesting his two daughters. And you know that. You sent him to be a pastor in another church. We can call Melanie right now and Cassie, her sister. They sat down with you. You sent Melanie away. Don't look at me like that. You know the truth. I know, but you can tell the truth because this is a lie. But you need to tell the truth. You know better than it was. Listen. My wife is not just adultery, it's another level when it's a teenager. And I will not let this man talk about my wife like that. It happened for nine years. When she was 15, 16, the sexual grooming started. And it lasted until she met me and we started dating. This is the truth. And that's all we're going to say. Except, just, that's, that's it. have numbers? You can talk to my brother. That's fine. This necklace was Bobby's. That's all I'm gonna play, really. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna play the, um, the rest of it. But it, it just goes on, you know. They give back the necklace and the ring, and um, that was a gift from the, the pastor that he, I guess he gives them to all like the young, young girls and and stuff. Promise rings, um, telling them to keep themselves for marriage, and and um, you know, they walk out, they walk out of the church, and um. You know, uh, a bunch of the church members started to walk up to the pastor and, and give him a hug mm-hmm. and console him and, and all that stuff. You know, about half the church goes up and gives him a hug and all that, and the other half is just sitting there probably stuck in awe. But, um, you know, I just I just wanted to wanted to kind of see what um, what you thought. What you thought about it? You know, I have my own thoughts, but I'll I'll let you go if you want to go first. Well, one of the things that you have to understand is um, wanted to wanted to kind of see what um, what you thought what you thought about it. You know, I have my own thoughts, but I'll I'll let you go if you want to go first. Well, one of the things that you have to understand is um, that you can't call everything church. You know, sometimes um, there are people who um, is in business. You know, they make a business and um, they are, um, they've been called by God, but gifts and callings come without repentance. And until you got your conscience um cleared and 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 saved you know which is the soul until it's it's saved you're going to do things like that that's going to happen and a lot of people have sexual um perverted spirits for whatever reason could be he was molested it could be that he was raped we don't know but i know that some type of way a perverted sexual immortality, demonic spirit entered him and he prayed upon the young women. And and, and, and you mean immorality. Immorality. I mean, in sexual 
immorality. I do that every time. Thank you for correcting Uh me. But sexual immorality is a uh, spirit, and um, it causes people to uh, have sexual strong desires and um, prey, you know, upon um, innocent victims and mostly naive and um, immature people who uh, don't know that they've been preyed upon may have some type of um, um, admiration for you and feel like, you know, you're a a figure that loves them. I know when I was um, um, preyed upon, um, I didn't even realize that I was preyed upon. I... um, Till I got a lot older, when I started going to college and and um, went to college for um, counseling, that's when I found out that I had been through some really traumatizing things that I thought everybody went through because I was told that it was love, right. you know. And when you hear somebody tell you, "I love you," you think that's what they're doing everywhere. You know, because love is everywhere. Daddy love you, mama love you, uncles and neighbors. So, with it, when it comes to something like that, um, men are forgiven quicker than women. I don't know why. It's, we're living in. We've lived in a world, uh, pretty much all of our lives, where uh, sexual um, pervertedness from men was accepted better than women. That's one thing. And then gifts and callings come without repentance. Um, That comes out of Romans um, 11 and 29. It says that, you know, you can be called by God and you can um, be gifted and talented and skilled and and raise up a a building for a, a job, you know, but not have any God in you and not have any any type of holiness and righteousness on the inside of you. You can be in the pulpit. Yeah, it's, it, I guess that's that's kind of like with the um, you know, some of these like psychics and stuff mm-hmm. that that's you know it. actually have those gifts and they're prophets. And stuff. Yeah, right, prophets, mm-hmm. prophetess, and um, you know, but they use their gift for you know world, worldly things, yeah. the wrong things or whatever. Yes. Um, Make and money off of it and, and all that. That's it. Um, that is one of the things that um, is in the Bible, in the book of Corinthians. You know, they were prostituting. That's why he told the women, keep silent, because they were using the building as the church for prostitution. You know, we got other denominations, but I'm not going to speak about those. But they used the, the sanctuary for prostitution to make money but one of his problems was he had a um problem with a demon and that demon had to eat and a lot of people don't know about demons but in um romans um uh, in romans 11 and uh, 29 it says um for the gifts and, and the callings of God are irrevocable. 
for he does not withdraw what he has given, nor does he change his mind about those to whom he gives his grace or to whom he sends his call. And um, so, you know, I believe that he was a man of God, but he had a problem that he never um, dealt with. You know, he just let it grow. Anything that's left in it, in you as an appetite of any demonic force, it grows. And so his appetite grew and um, he began to pray as most people who pray do, you know, pray upon innocent victims. And after she grew up, she learned that was wrong, just like me. You know, it's it was wrong. Everybody wasn't doing that. That was a bad thing that happened. So um, she's dealing with it. But he, you know, not only is he um, perverted, but he's a liar. You know, he told a lie. And um, one of the things that I have learned in ministry is that there is a slewfoot devil that is called Lucifer. And he loves to expose God's people. He gets a kick out of that. It's why he went to Jesus as soon as he went to the mountain, you know, went in the wilderness. I mean, he he wanted to expose him as a man of God because he loved exposing the people of God. That's why you have to get saved. You may fall, but eventually as a man of God, you're supposed to get saved. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, I mean, like we, we just said, um, when you, I, I don't know. I just feel like people are too quick to jump into these, um, you know, pastor roles and, um, you yes. know, into yes. leadership roles in the church. I mean, we're we're so quick to mm-hmm. put people in these roles and keep them in these roles, and people are so quick to say, you know, I feel like I need to be in these roles, mm-hmm. and, and maybe eventually you should be in these. You know, you should be a pastor sure. or you know, deacon and all and and all and all this stuff, but make sure you're you're ready. You know, make you you got to ask God for the for the wisdom. Hey, do do I need to be in this position? Do we need to put so and so in this position? Like somebody has to have some kind of discernment on who we're letting lead the church. And like you said earlier, I I I feel like people see. A, a lot of people see church as a business now. Right. It's it's right. it's straying away from a place mm-hmm. of healing and and all that, and it's turned into a business. And mm-hmm. people are seeing it, and it's kind of you know pushing people away when things like this happen. Because I mean, at the at the end of the video, and I I don't know, I I guess I can't say if it's right or wrong, but you know, a lot of that church went up there and and hugged him mm-hmm. when they should have hugged hugged her. Like to me, it just went to show, okay. Yeah. This is how deceived, like this is how blind the That's church good. is. That's good. For one, they didn't see all of this happening. Mm-hmm. For uh, for two, some of them did see, and they still turned away yes. and let it go on and, and be led. Yeah, and, and and stayed led by this by this man and this family that that were doing these things. So you just you have to. I, I feel like you you have to ask God for discernment. Somebody, yes, yeah, somebody has to. Somebody have, needs to have discernment. Yeah, it's like it's like nobody, mm-hmm. nobody had it. Well, it's because he was the the pastor 
that had a form of godliness, but denied the power thereof. That's in 2 Timothy 3 and 5. It says, holding to a form of outward godliness, religion, although they had have denied its power for the conduct nullifies their claim of faith. And it says avoid such people and keep far away from them. And the reason why I'm saying that today is because when you are not trying to be saved or live a faith filled life or be filled with the Holy spirit so that you can be guided by God, you are saying Everything else can come in. Whatever wants to come in and take over, you can. Because I'm not saying that he should have been perfect, you know, when he started. But I'm saying that as he went, the video said 20-some years. As he went, he should have allowed himself to get better, get healed, get delivered. But when... Church is null and void of the Holy Spirit. Then it, you say, well, everything else demonic can come in and influence and uh, deceive and and um, and uh, and possess and all of the things that churches without the Holy Spirit does. And when you are religious, that's the Pharisees. They killed Jesus, but and they didn't even know who he was. They had read the Bible. They had um, studied the Bible. They had taught the Bible. But when Jesus showed up, they didn't even know who he was. So it's, it's the blinded people that um, are able to support this kind of this kind of evil, you know, this lady will never be the same. She will have to go and get counseling. She will have to um, get healing from God. She's still angry. You can tell, you know, and uh, she won't validation of what, you know, she wants people to know what has happened to her. And it is what we call having a business church mm-hmm. that's what we call it a having a business church yeah yeah there there is a lot of business churches mm-hmm. these days honestly where people just go they you know they say they go to church they speak a, a inspirational bible message you know whatever which is fine you know it, it's fine to be inspirational and stuff but where's the Where's the change where's the healing where's yes. you know that's that's what you go to church for you know yes. I mean, you do go to church to hear, you know, positive things and all this stuff. But sometimes you don't need to hear what you want to hear. You need to hear what you need, you know, church is the to hospital. get better. Yeah, yeah. Like it's you the said, hospital yeah. for the it's, soul. It's the and uh, you should not be going if you're not getting helped in a way that it changes your life for the better. You know, that's why we go. We go so that we can be better. Our faith can be stronger. Our life can be healed from all of the things of the past. You know, the the word of God says that we got to be born again. And uh, born again experience changes our entire way. It changes everything about us, you know. And um, that's one of the things that is not involved in a, in a place a building where the Holy Spirit is not allowed. That's what happens. These kind of things. On the 
on the church floor in the office, these things happened. Had no regards for God's house. Oh, yeah. None. Yeah. It was just, you know, they just seen it as a building. Mm -hmm. No regards that's, for God's house. So that when you sad. see that, it's because um, there's been a possession. There's been a... Um, a demon that is allowed to have its way, you know, freely. And that hunger and that thirst for ungodly, evil, sexual de desires was strong in him. And I'm pretty sure it's not the only one, you know. Oh, no. She, she, meant, she had mentioned in the video, too, um, another pastor okay. that did it with... Um, yeah, her sister. Yeah. Was a sister? Uh, or friend or friend, something like okay. her friend's sister or something. It was yeah. like two different, two other girls. And yeah. they they sent him to be, you know, a pastor of another church somewhere. And they knew, you know, they knew what they had did. They just moved him to a different church. Like they that was going to help. Yeah. You know? That happens a lot. Cover-ups yeah. yeah. happen a lot, you know. And a lot of people are victims. I've seen many documentaries on um victim and right now is uh this is a time where things are being exposed and um where um people are stumbling and falling yeah. and and where um um uh, things are happening where that um god is just like taking the cover off of the hidden things that have been hidden for so long from generation to generation like with this situation, but uh, one of the things that I did when I seen it was prayed because I knew that um, they needed a lot of prayer and the people needed that were um, coming up to him and holding him and the girl was damaged. Mm -hmm. You know, um, she should have been held and, and spoken into as a young woman, you know, because she was the victim. She she had been victimized. We can move on. It's a lot we can really keep talking about yeah. on just you know just that that video, but um, we can kind of talk about on you know the other thing that happened recently this week, um, May twenty fourth. You know the the Texas school shooting yes. at uh, Rob Elementary. Yes, I believe it's in nineteen. Kids killed two mm -hmm. teachers um, by eighteen year old with a with an AR fifteen style rifle, I believe. And uh, you know he got in through a you know through an open little side door and all that. But kind of you know what I wanted to talk about was was the you know the killer. Um, for one, to me that is you know it's a pure act of evil. Mm -hmm. You know the kids did nothing to him. It wasn't like he's bullied by these kids or nothing. Um, I just, they say he was bullied, you know. There's no excuse whatsoever to kill, you know, innocent kids. Innocent kids that didn't do nothing. Exactly. To me, kids are the, you know, as pure and, and innocent mm -hmm. as it gets. But I, I will say as, as far as the, you know, he was bullied thing, I I think a lot of, a lot of younger Younger kids are quick to follow, you know. They they don't want to be the the outlier. They don't want to be all right. Jimmy, John, and and Jacob is all picking on, mm -hmm. you know, Steve over here. Well, I can't say, hey, leave Steve alone, because now they're gonna pick on me. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna just, you know, 
we people are so quick to follow. And I, I, I just want anybody listening to this to take the initiative to be to be different because being different is it's literally the in my eyes it it opens up a new avenue for you you know um it makes you a different thinker Mm -hmm. you know um you gotta think about all the people that that think different in this world to me are are the ones that are considered geniuses Mm -hmm. you know some of them are are considered crazy Mm -hmm. because they think different Mm -hmm. that's how that's how bad this society wants you to just stay right. in line. Right. They want to control. Hey, you gotta, you gotta be like this. You gotta be like this. Yeah. You gotta be like this. If you're not, all right, you're crazy. Yeah. He's out of his mind. He yeah. he doesn't know what he's talking about. You gotta think about the first person that ever thought of any of the things we use today. The first person that thought we can walk around with basically a computer in our pocket. Mm-hmm. You sound dumb to to somebody back then. You know, you sound dumb. Oh, we're gonna have. TVs the size of a uh, picture frame. Mm-hmm. There's no way, you know. Or a watch. Yeah, yeah. Or or a watch <laughs> on your wrist that knows yeah. your heart rate yes. and, and all these yeah. all these things. You, it's it's okay to think different because that's what that's what comes from being a different thinker mm-hmm. and an outlier. You know, um, and you know we watch all creativity. these creativity. Yeah, creativity. And creativity comes from being different. You know, and not just a person that follows after. What you see, it's nothing. You'll never be who you are supposed to be following somebody else. Never. You will always be in their um, shadow. And I've always said, you know, never be a cheap copy of a great original. Always uh, strive to be the greatest you that you can be because you don't know what kind of giftings, you don't know what kind of talent or what kind of call is on your life when you be you. You know, you become the best you you can be. You would be so surprised of how God brings you into um, the person that you are supposed to be. You would be surprised and all that was in you, and all that you could be, and all that you could do, you would be very surprised, but always following after somebody else and doing what they do. You're in their lane, and you're not equipped to be somebody else. You're equipped to be who you are. And so by you following somebody else, you'll get you'll get you know, a situation that you're not ready for, you know, because he equipped us all for our own journey. He did. Every one of us have a different um, fingerprint, you know. Um, He made us uh, unique and different, each one of us. And it's good to always be the one that tries to do the right thing, the right thing. Um, And you will always find rewards in your life for just trying to do the right thing because you don't know what people go through. I see that all the time um, in counseling. You don't know what people go through. You only assume because people are good at masking, very good at masking. And so that boy should have been seen by mama, you know, by the teacher, by the friends. He should have been seen because I can see, you can see, People can see you don't look over things like that. You know, pay attention to your children and what your children are doing all the time. 
stay in their business. You bought that phone, you can get in their business. <laughs> you know, <laughs> exactly. you, they live in your house, so you can get in their business. So, you know, I just think that um, um, he was a person that was open. Um, Judas, he betrayed Jesus. But the Bible says a spirit entered him and he went. And that's what I feel like happened to him. I feel like that he, one day, a spirit entered him of murder and anger and rage. And um, he targeted, I think he's in groups where people are feeding him, you know, negative, evil uh, words. I feel like that he reached out to people who he felt like in you're doing gangs, you know. If you're not getting the kind of love that you need, you go to the gang and they give you love. And I feel like he was being fed some really negative, evil stuff and an evil spirit. He was affiliating with some evil, evilness. And um, and he, uh, uh, he um, a spirit entered in and he went and did what he did, targeting certain kinds you know because most of those people was hispanic oh yeah and so uh well yeah because i mean the the location is mostly hispanic mm -hmm. too though so he targeted that school right you know that's what i looked at Mm -hmm. i looked at all the schools he passed all the schools he passed and he went to that one right yes that's true like i don't i don't know if there's any connection or something like you said if he was you know if a spirit did you know get in him and make him go to that school or whatever i'm sure there was some reason behind it but um uh what i think about it is you know i kind of think it too of course we you know i grew up around you and stuff so we kind of had the same thoughts about it but um as far as like the out like people that are listening to this i think you need to understand, you know, when when you are going through something or whenever you're you're down and you're depressed and all this, I know it's I know it's hard. I mean, I've I've dealt with, you know, depression and, and all these things before as well. So I'm not just speaking out of ignorance. You have to fill yourself with something mm-hmm. or you're going to be filled mm-hmm. with something, mm-hmm. you know, you, you have you have to, you know, you, you know, read the Bible or pray, That's pray good. to God or you got to you got to fill yourself with some kind of way. Otherwise, positive you, depression empties you. Mm-hmm. You feel empty. You feel useless. You mm-hmm. don't know your purpose mm-hmm. and all this thing. That's, that's what it does. And you're just an open vessel for something mm-hmm. like you're, you're right. at your lowest point. That's right. There's nowhere to go from. Um, from that point mm-hmm. so fill yourself with positivity that's that's what's gonna lift lift you up that's right if and if you don't you know people dabble into things like they go to a psychic mm-hmm. okay that i don't know what um where my life is headed i don't know what it's supposed to be relationships exactly. failed i'm gonna go to the psychic exactly. and, and open fill, up a door yeah and and figure open out my destiny a boom a door is open mm-hmm. now you're vulnerable mm-hmm. i mean that that's what the devil wants you to do you know, you go, you get this, you get this person. That, I mean, they might have a gift, but it's the wrong kind of gift. And like you said, it it opens a door. Mm-hmm. Now it knows, okay, she's 
the devil knows, okay, she's desperate. She'll mm-hmm. do anything. Exactly. To, or he'll do anything. Yes. Okay, so I'm going to open this door. And they, and the psychic says, yeah, something real big is, you're going to do something real big and all this stuff. And everybody's going to know who you are and all this stuff. And then, all right, you go you go home. You're thinking, all right, I got something I'm supposed to do and all mm-hmm. this. And, and, yes. and that seed is planted in your mind. All right, yeah. I'm going to do something big. I'm going to do something this, this, and that. And you... You start looking up it's it's dark and evil yes. evil stuff because Open, you yes. you can relate. You know, you that's that's how you feel mentally. Mm-hmm. You know, like my I, I feel like I'm in the dark. Mm-hmm. I feel like nobody sees yes. me. The people that don't see me, they were all black. And the yes. people that yes. the, the, the the God people are different. So I'm I'm gravitating towards them. Yes. I'm gonna dye my hair black. I'm yes. gonna wear black all the time. Or I'm gonna I'm gonna go to these meetings and we meet up, talk about how miserable miserable yes, we are it, yes. it, it doesn't help yes, so shoot. you have to take mm-hmm. the initiative which is a hard thing to do when you're in a low place but you, you got to do it or you know you're only going it's only going to get worse you know you'll just drown in it sometimes you can't raise yourself up make a phone call to somebody you know just dial somebody's number tell them what you're going through you know say it out loud and um you know i think we've all dealt with it with depression at some time or another. And you just have to have, you have to have someone in your life that you can, that can troubleshoot, you know, know what's going on and troubleshoot. You know, you should always have a friend that's positive in your life that knows how to speak something positive into you. You know, when you get in those dark places. Yeah. Well, um, looks like we're running out of time again. Um, if y'all have any questions y'all want us to answer on the on podcast, you know, email us, message us. Oh, yeah, somebody did send me one question that they wanted um, answered on here. And it was, let me see, I might have to pull it up. I can't remember. It was, it was asking about sin. Um, they said... They said, um, what... What is considered sin? That's what they ask. Anything that comes against the knowledge of God. Anything that comes against the, the Bible um, and is against God. Okay. And then um, the second question that um, was asked was, when you are, when you are mature in God and, um, I guess, like in the world, I guess when you're older, um, do you still sin? Maturing God? When you are maturing God, do you still sin? We Would you still sin? If you've been born again, then you will begin to go forward in Christ, become more of him. And if you sin, because a righteous man falls, but he gets back up, a repented heart is a, a a person that can ask God for forgiveness. A sinner is a person that does it over and over and over. But all people fall short of the glory of God, all people. As long as we're in our body, we're going to fall short in some capacity of, you know, you may say the wrong thing or think the wrong thing or feel the wrong way or, you know, do something that's not right. But we all have... Um, a forgiving God who will forgive us, you know, of whatever sins we commit. 
But if we get up every day to sin, then we're considered a sinner. If we get up in the morning to sin, we know we want to sin and we do sin, then you're considered a sinner no matter what. But if you fall short, you you going, you trying to do the best you can to live right, to be a born again believer, to do uh, the right things. You read your Bible, you study, and God sees your heart of wanting to do the right thing. Then you're not considered a sinner. Okay. All right. Thank you for that. Yeah. Any other questions? Just go to our page on Facebook, the Honest God True Podcast page, and um, you can go in there. Direct message, um, leave it in the comments or whatever. We'll try to answer your questions and get our take. Y'all can hear our takes on uh, whatever you want us to talk about. Um, don't forget to like, uh, share, and subscribe on the podcast on all your platforms. Most of all, we hope you learned today. And if you didn't learn, we hope your spirit was lifted. Um, if no one loves you, we love you because God loves you. Always choose kindness. Peace.